that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. What is going on, Lakers family? Aldo Array here. Welcome back to Lake Show Take. Guys, we started 2021 on a dub. I'm so pleased that the Lakers were able to come out on top uh, tonight. It was a great win. Great win against a very well-coached team. We were able to end, end 2020 on a great note. And now we start 2021 fresh and looking great. And oh my gosh, we saw Anthony Davis be the best player on the floor that we know that he can be. Great performance for, for him. A double-double, 4 out of 6 from the 3-point line, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 2 steals. Great performance by him. I love the aggression. Uh, I think this was the first uh, game of the season that we finally saw the Anthony Davis that we know and love, uh, especially just coming from him having a great performance or just a great series uh, in the NBA Finals uh, in the bubble. So great outing by him. And of course, LeBron James. I mean, come on, triple-double. He, I believe, now has 22 triple-doubles now with the Lakers. He finished off with 26 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. He was able to carry the Lakers down the stretch. Uh, what was frustrating, though, is th th this has happened now uh, in back-to-back -back seasons. and, and uh, Well, not back-to-back -back seasons. It's happened throughout his career. He is not getting foul calls. He is not getting foul calls. And it it's incredibly just irritating to to see this because it's like I mean I get it LeBron is a 6'8 260 freight train coming your way and I know he's able to bully ball his way to other players but I feel like the refs just don't give him that respect that I mean LeBron is just that gifted in strength so LeBron gets hacked multiple times once he drives the ball there's been there, there were there were times in the fourth quarter where he was just getting slapped on on the hand, the wrist, the arm and and I was telling one of my friends that one of those refs that was in tonight's game, I can't recall who he is or his his name. Uh he's a ball dude, that's all I know, but <laughs> I believe that's I believe this is his second season refing in the NBA and he's been calling some bogus calls uh, on LeBron and just on the Lakers in general. So LeBron, he should be going to the foul line a lot more, but it is what it is. The Lakers got the W. Again, like I mentioned, this was a great win against a well-coached team. Vogel and the players have stressed it is a very difficult task to defeat a team twice in a row, especially in this kind of funky baseball format type of schedule. So the Spurs were able to keep the game close. And by keeping it close, they were able to get to the charity strike a lot more. If I remember correctly, they had about 10 more free throws than the Lakers. But even though the Spurs were able to keep the game close by getting to the charity strike, it seemed like the Lakers still had control. This felt like a Laker win to me. Uh, interior defense was, again, a struggle, but the Lakers were able to execute down the stretch in the fourth quarter. In their first matchup against the Spurs, both teams had seven offensive rebounds, and the Lakers 
they have the size uh, advantage and should command the boards. And in their second matchup, the Lakers were able to take control and rack up 16 offensive rebounds compared to the Spurs' 8 offensive rebounds. So definitely an improvement from last game. We can't let the Spurs dominate the boards. Teams like the Spurs uh, should be easy victories for the Lakers. However, with a short-end training camp, preseason, and now regular season, we might see games like this often as the Lakers continue to experiment with different lineups. Besides the offensive rebounding, another positive I'd like to point out is the free throw uh, shooting percentage and the three-point shooting per uh, percentage. The Lakers have have been making improvements in these categories and by recalling last season the Lakers were shooting 34.9% from three and currently they're shooting 41.8% free throws last year they were shooting 72.9% and currently they are shooting 77.2% that is incredible it's very early in the season but I got to be honest, I must commend them for their improvement. It was so frustrating last season to see them uh, struggle just from the three-point line and free throw shooting. So for me, yes, it was difficult seeing them struggle from the three-point line. But for me personally, what really grinds my gears is them missing free throws. As much as we got heated from our lack of three-point shooting... For me, it was worse seeing guys miss free throws. I guess I would like to call it a pet peeve, but it was just derailing to, to witness that last season. So I'm very happy that they've shown improvement in this short sample size. If they keep this up, they're going to be a dangerous team going forward. And going back to Anthony Davis, again, I mentioned this earlier. We finally saw AD be the dominant player he is. I believe AD is pacing himself. There were moments in the game where AD didn't have explosion to the basket or explosion to contest a shot. He's also taking more jump shots than bowling his way in the paint for dunks, putbacks, or layups. But nonetheless, AD reminded us how special he is. As the season progresses, we'll most likely see these types of performances increase. So far, we have seen AD take more jump shots in general. From mid-range, he is shooting 50%. And from three, he's shooting 46%. With the spacing we have on the floor this season compared to last season, AD's going to be more of a matchup nightmare than in the past. Because let's remember, AD's 27 years old. He's just getting started. He's improving his game every season. As fans, we're blessed to witness a unicorn like this. This is something special, guys. AD is a generational player with his size and skill set. The sky's the limit, but... Coming back to the game, in this short sample size, we have seen our offense improve. The Lakers are currently number three in offensive efficiency. However, this team has not shown their peak yet, and I just want everybody to understand that. Offense has been great, but we're not at our best yet. We are seeing something new every game. In their first win against the Spurs, we saw Wes Matthews, how lethal of a shooter he can be. Went crazy. Six for six. That's amazing. Uh, we've seen Schroeder be the dynamic point guard we've needed for years. We saw him get that huge block on Patty down the stretch, which was huge for the Lakers. And even though Trez has had two tough games, we've seen already how incredibly impactful he can be. Same thing with Kuz. Yeah, we have seen some inconsistent scoring, but we have to appreciate his defense. Kuz was also in foul trouble. And it stunned his hot shooting in their in this second matchup against the Spurs. But my point is that this team is just getting started. 
we have to be patient as fans. Last season, we saw some early struggles with KCP, and he was able to turn it around. So let's give Wes, Gasol, and Trez the benefit of the doubt. They're still getting acclimated to their roles. This is a championship team who loves to play with each other. They encourage each other to do their best. They understand it's a marathon, not a race. And so I also want to touch upon Caruso and KCP. So Caruso's presence has been missed, especially on the defensive end of the floor. He's been out, unfortunately, since the Portland game due to safety protocols. And, and even though his energy makes a huge difference, this is actually a blessing in disguise. He was already dealing with a hip flexor and he was playing through it. I remember this happened during the bubble as well. And it's, and it's, and it's very beneficial for him to get rest and have that hip heal close to 100%. Now, we did see Contavious Caldwell-Pope also come down with a mild ankle sprain. To be honest, I was scared for my life. I thought it was going to be brutally worse, especially after I saw him uh, get carried out. But I'm glad that it's just a mild ankle sprain. So, Because uh, I, I was already thinking that he was going to be out, it looked like, for at least two weeks, uh, seeing how he, he, re he reacted to it. But with the injury with KCP and Crusoe still not playing uh, due to safety protocols, it's going to be about next man up without KCP and Crusoe. KCP did mention he's hopeful against the Grizzlies, but regardless, everyone is going to have to step up. We're losing two of our best perimeter defenders. We've already been struggling with their defense as a unit thus far. We're currently number 10 in defensive efficiency, which is good, but not great to where we were last season. We've already seen our perimeter and interior defense struggle. It's been lackluster and has not sustained throughout the 48 minutes of play. Going back to the Portland loss, we let Trent Jr. go off for 28 points. And now this game against the Spurs, we let Keldon Johnson score 26 points. This cannot happen. It can't. You can't let non-stars have career nights like this. We, you know what's funny is that we even saw DeMar hit a couple three-pointers. Only against the Lakers, like, this would happen. But, again, the Lakers were able to execute down the stretch. But players having career nights like this can be dangerous. So, with the Lakers missing Caruso and potentially KCP, this is THT's chance to earn big minutes. Yes, he missed some coverages in the Portland loss, but that's how he's going to learn. With Caruso and KCP out, this is a perfect opportunity for him to cement himself in the rotation. THT is way too good to be sitting on the bench. Way too good. This happened last year with our rotation. When the Lakers signed Cook last season, my friend and I believed he was actually going to be in the rotation. He was playing well early in the season and had a great game in Chicago when the Lakers had an amazing comeback win. And Vocal has said multiple times that this is, a, this is an experimental period. So we'll be seeing different guys playing with each other. I must believe he's keeping THT in the rotation and does not eliminate him. His talent will outweigh the mistakes he will make. THT special, man. I, I need to see him play. I need to see what he can do in the regular season. I really think this kid has something special. Overall, the Lakers in net rating are the number two best team. We have seen the Lakers defense regress from last season in terms of our interior defense. It's going to be actually interesting if Rob Palenka is going to seek a rim protector in the buyout market or even a trade. Who knows? 
we're still very early in the season, but it really is going to be interesting how the season will play out. Are the Lakers going to sign a center? Are they going to sign a wing? Whatever the case may be, though, I trust Rob will get the right guy to mesh with this squad. In the meantime, as Laker fans, we can't panic. You know, I've, I've already been seen on, on Lakers Twitter and on Instagram. Oh my gosh, you know, the Lakers need another rim protector. Oh, we need another seven-footer. Oh, Mark is too slow. Trez can't handle it down in the interior. We got to stay patient, guys, with Trez's strengths, with Mark's strengths. It's about how the coaching staff is going to utilize those guys. I believe their strengths will negate the lack of defensive you know, efficiencies that we have with them. But with Mark, I did see that position type of defense. You know, he's able to be in the right places. He plays great defense and he has great hands. He's able to slap the ball once a guard is able to get to the paint and go for a layup. You know, I see him uh, use his IQ to be the best defender he can be. You know, he's not going to be a rim protector like JaVale and Dwight, but I see what, what he can do on the defensive end and with his offensive strengths him able to scan the floor and make those full court passes. I mean, that's amazing. You know, that's something that we really didn't have last season. And not to mention again, his, uh, his ability to shoot. So as the Lakers continue the season, it's going to be about improvement. It's going to be about the process. These next two games against the Grizzlies, I just want to see improvement. Little by little, we're seeing something new every game. We were finally able to see Wes Matthews get out of that ugly funk. You know, let's see if Trez can uh, put out a couple good outings. He was struggling the last two games. I also want to see if Kuz can get some consistent offense going. And I also want to see if our perimeter defense can now sustain if KCP doesn't come back. That's going to be a huge blow for the Lakers if KCP isn't out there. So I expect the Lakers to win. Plain and simple. I expect them to win. The Lakers have the advantage here. The Grizzlies are without John Morant. They don't have anybody that can match up with AD or with Braun or really anybody on this Lakers team. And that's no disrespect to the Grizzlies. They have great players. They do have Valanciunas, who gives you a double-double a night. Kyle Anderson, as of late, has been giving them great production. At the end of the day, this is a team that the Lakers should put out. But since we are in the beginning of the season, the Lakers... I'm assuming are, are going to make this game quite interesting. I hope not, but I can definitely see this game being, uh, the, these next two games against the Grizzlies being similar to the Spurs. But what I want to see from the Lakers in general is just the defense. I want them to clean up their defense. I also want to see Trez getting back to himself. I want to see Kuzma having some consistent uh, scoring out there. I also hope that KCP is out there if he's not everyone has to step up it's next man up so with that being said guys thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode i really appreciate the support please if there's anything that i can do on my end to make these podcasts even better please dm me on instagram whether that's on my personal or on the lake show take ig but i will talk to you guys soon much love i appreciate you guys talk to you guys soon